Hello, I'm Victoria Medina, and welcome to the Celebrations of Life podcast, a show that honors life's transitions. Now, talking about death is sometimes incredibly difficult, and grieving is very painful, and that is why I am here to support you and to remind you to be kind and loving to yourself. We are all too often so hard on ourselves. I know I am. And sometimes we just need to be our own best friend, especially during times when there is a big major change in your life, like losing someone you love. Over the last six months, I too lost people I loved, which is really why I started this, having this conversation and discussion why I started this podcast. I've also had conversations with friends and colleagues who have lost family and friends. Since I am the one in my circle who brings everyone together, usually I should say, for a funeral service or a memorial service, I too had to wrestle with how I was going to handle this particular period in my life. I did my research, which began with reaching out to friends, healthcare professionals, and my funeral director, who I adore, which you will meet soon. I keep promising that. And for starters, you are not alone. And speaking to people is a must. Which brings me to what I wanted to talk about today. These are five ideas that I have to something that would help, which may help you to create smaller memorial services right now so you can really honor those you love, start to celebrate their lives, move from the grieving to the celebration, which isn't easy, that I know, until such time as you can have the large, big memorial service where you can invite everybody. And the interesting thing is, is that there is time, really time, right now to plan the big event. But here are some smaller things you can do on your way. So the first is to connect with people. And I say this a lot, you are never alone and you have so many options available to you to connect to the support you need at this time. Even if you are living alone, recognize you are not alone. Speak to and share your feelings with those who share in your grief. For most of us, it begins with our family. The beauty about speaking with family is that you all share in the love and sadness of your family member. In essence, this is a memorial service. We are so fortunate today to have at our disposal numerous forms of communication, audio, visual, written, but whatever form of communication works for you, use it to connect. When I was speaking with a family member over FaceTime after the funeral, we were both sad and grieving, and then one of us began to tell a story, and that led to another story, and before we knew it, we were celebrating the good times. We began to share videos and photos we talked about writing down the stories for a larger memorial service, but it all began right there at that moment with those we love. So although 
my family member could not be at the funeral, our time together helped us both as we shared images and stories to spiritually say goodbye and hold those wonderful memories in our hearts. So first, connect. And that leads us, of course, to the second idea, the second suggestion. Reach out to friends. Choosing someone to reach out to is never easy, and it is so important to feel safe when you are grieving and also feeling vulnerable. In a way, speaking to close and dear friends is not a burden, but a part of your relationship. Always remember, someone has been where you are at this moment. You may have been a comfort to your friends at a time when they were sad. They love you and will be a comfort to you now. This is also a memorial service for both of you. Your friend may have known the person you lost, so just like family, you will both share stories and experiences. If they did not know the person, they may have had a similar experience in their own life. I called several friends of mine, and they all shared wonderful stories about those they loved, about their experiences at the time of their passing and the experiences that have happened since. You know, if you listened, I don't know if you had a chance, but if you listened to episodes 15, 16, and 17, I had a wonderful interview with A.J. Raphael. A.J. Raphael is the musical director on the musical Hashtag America. His music is featured on YouTube, and AJ is just one of the sweetest, kindest people you could ever speak to. And he kindly shared in his interview, he said goodbye to his father when he was 10 years old. And one of the most beautiful suggestions he shared was that he created new memories with his father over the years. That to me is beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful experiences someone could have shared with me at that moment. AJ's ability to continue to share his father's story with all of those around him, in essence, is a memorial service to his father. He takes his father with him everywhere he goes, not just in spirit, but in the creation of new memories through AJ's life. If you haven't, go and listen to the entire interview. It is so inspiring. And if you have, it is a good idea to listen to it again. So now I come to suggestion number three, professional help. Now I'm not a counselor or a psychiatrist or a licensed therapist. And when I needed help, I was so grateful that I reached out for professional guidance. If you can, even for one or two sessions, speak to a professional grief counselor. You could also join, if that works better for you, a group. So how does this relate to planning your memorial service? You don't know what you don't know. It will be very difficult if you plan and pay tribute and celebrate those you love when you take them with you. You create new memories, and that is so hard when you are grieving, because grieving can overpower your emotions. And I think grieving is one of the most powerful and hardest emotions in the world. 
It is okay to grieve. When my father passed, I was so distraught. What I discovered is that I was not only grieving losing him, but also the time we spent together and the weight of having been his caregiver for many years. There was so much for me to process and seeing a counselor really helped. The pain of losing someone at any time in life is hard. Losing someone during a pandemic is beyond anything we could have ever experienced in multi-generational lifetimes. The last pandemic was over a hundred years ago. Taking care of your mental health is as important as taking care of your physical health. Remember, you are not alone. Someone has been here before. A grief counselor will assist you with the tools and the techniques that family and friends may not have at their disposal to give to you. And I am so grateful for the counselor I had. As with anything, make sure you find the right counselor for you. It was during my sessions with my counselor that I was able to uncover memories that I was able to share and continue to memorialize my father. The experience has also helped me discover new ideas for future memorial services. So now I come up to idea number four, a suggestion for your spirit. In grieving, the first impact is there. You cry. You get angry. You can't sleep. You can't eat. So many emotions are going through you. Then things begin to settle. Or so you think. Now maybe perhaps you can eat. Perhaps you are now sleeping through the night. Perhaps you are not crying as much. What's helped me was getting back to my spiritual readings. I love to meditate. And I listen a lot to Gary Zukov and read his book. I read his book, The Seed of the Soul. And I highly recommend it. And I listened to Deepak Chopra and his hope meditation. And that was a gift. A dear friend of mine sent me the link and I fell in love with the hope meditation. I love meditating and that was the absolute best for me. And from there, I began to feel those I love connect on a larger level and move past my initial grief. It is not easy and it takes a lot of time. So I say this all the time as some of my dear friends have said to me. Be kind to yourself. Be your own best friend. I accepted the wonderful support I received from so many people. I have a coach who would always tell me, do not judge yourself. It is not as if I did not know these things, but it was so comforting to have someone say it to me. It was a little extra hug. And their love and words of comfort just embrace me, especially now in a pandemic. Even though family and friends may not be able to give a physical hug, they can do it virtually or at a distance, and they can lend a comforting air and a helpful voice, and that can be a hug. Connecting to my spirit helps me to create many memorial services with those I love when I am alone. Sometimes I may light a candle, and if you light a candle at home, always, always make sure you are safe. Make sure there are no chemicals around. You got to make sure that when you light the match that because if you have chemicals around, they could blow up. So be really careful. And I recently saw an article that someone was using hand sanitizer 
And that is explosive and could set you on fire. I did not know that. So when you light a candle, be very, very careful. And when I light a candle, I say a few words and then I always make sure I blow out the candle before leaving the room. And sometimes when I light a candle, I will meditate for a while with something special in my hands that reminds me of the person I love. And this could be a photo, jewelry, a book, anything that is special to you and the person you love. So that leads us to idea number five, suggestion number five, physical contact. And I kind of spoke about that a little bit ago. Hugging, kissing, connecting is part of healing. It is something we do all our lives. You know, we've done this at all our loving and supporting moments in our lives. It is even more important when we are grieving. If you are fortunate to live with family and they are honoring the science to keep everyone at home safe, then you have those around you to hug and have that special physical contact. If you live alone, your family and friends are wonderful, but they do not know who they came in contact with, even in the best of circumstances. You must be very careful. If you need that physical hug, speak with your healthcare provider about ideas and tips for safely connecting with family and friends. This may include, and of course it will include, wearing a mask and your own personal medical condition and take into consideration. So it is important to ask for guidance. This will help you to find a safe path if you need to just have that hug that you have been missing. While you are on the journey to planning the large memorial event to celebrate those you love, you can call these smaller gatherings a mini memorial service or a mini memorial tribute. Perhaps go to a favorite place that you both shared. Bring with you photos or other items that you wish to include in your time together. If you have something you wish to give to the person you are meeting, include that in your time together. Honoring those we love during a pandemic, the longer the pandemic continues, the harder it is to honor those we love in the traditions we hold there. And in such times of uncertainty, Many of us are looking for other ways to honor those we love. As time has proven, this pandemic isn't going anywhere soon. However, it has also proven that we are strong and resilient. The world around us is finding new ways to work, to celebrate milestones, and we are finding new ways to honor those we cherish. It is important to abide by strict protocols we can connect and want things for certain. Our traditions for honoring those we love are there, but they will not be at least right now as they were before. It honors those we love to adapt, change, and evolve. They want nothing else than for you to live your best and joyous life. Let's protect those around us. So yes, honoring those we love is possible. Begin today to create that large, wonderful event, and in the interim, have small memorial services that will keep everyone safe for the larger memorial service, and you can take them with your loved one. With everyone who are the friends and the people you're honoring, take your loved one with you and build new memories along the way. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, please email me. You will find the email address in the show notes below. Please visit our website at aquamarineevents.com and download the checklist that I believe you will find invaluable. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you will know as soon as a new episode is available. And if you've already subscribed, thank you. Please leave a review and tell all your family and friends. And please email me with any questions or suggestions that you would like for me to cover or any concerns that you have and anything that I can do to help you. So until next time, Celebrations of Life invites you to not only celebrate the lives of those you love, but to each and every day celebrate those special moments in your life. Be safe, be well, and be loved.